Sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Two balls and a strike to count on Taylor. Reyes fires, swing and a drive, deep left field. This is way back. Walk him off, Chris Taylor. There it was last night, playoff baseball. And it was fun and a wild card. A lot of people, especially old-time baseball folks, have never totally embraced the wild card, but the the sort of game seven like nature of it, the winner go home. Yes, it's ridiculous that you can have a great season and win a, a ton of games and whatever it is, 106 games or something, and you're playing for your playoff lives in a single game. It is some silliness in some ways, but it is high drama. And if you're, you know, you just kind of like baseball, even if you're not horribly invested, I like um, Kershaw a lot, so I'm always kind of, uh, I, I kind of don't mind the Dodgers getting the win there. Would have been okay really either way, although the Cardinals, what they did to the Rangers in that infamous game six, we all remember it. And if you're a Rangers fan or you were around the Rangers as a kid like I was, uh, uh, it was a great was a, was a big fan growing up. Uh, that was uh, that's hard to ever stomach, and it's you never get over it. So I think uh, most Rangers fans have a special hatred for the Cardinals and do not mind seeing them um, have a uh, have a have a difficult moment in their time. Uh, I always like it at the end of a season when I kind of dig in and start watching playoff baseball. And it'll occur to me, uh, Aaron, and by the way, Aaron Sexton with us as always. We will be 4-6 to six starting on Monday. And uh, then Tom Barfield will be going 7 to, 9, 7 to 9 a.m. I think people are very excited to have a morning show. And people have been very kind about me going back to my old spot uh, in the uh, afternoon drive. So uh, I think it's going to be a win-win for everybody, especially that morning crowd. Wow, wake up and immediately get some local talk. That's what you need. That's what we really need, and that's what we're happy to offer you. And um, already, boy, our sponsors have been calling us. Whoa, whoa, man, what about this? What are you all doing? And it's uh, exciting to be able to share that with our partners as well as our uh, loyal audience. But uh, last night was fun. Um, You know, I guess the problem – with why the younger crowd doesn't do baseball uh, or or maybe doesn't do baseball kind of like we did, Aaron, growing up, is that you're sitting there and it, you look up, it's like 10.30 at night. That game started at maybe 7 um, or maybe earlier than that for all I know. Well, probably about 7. And it's like you're like in the seventh inning stretch. You're three hours into that game and you're in, you're in like the sixth or seventh inning. I think you're just getting to the stretch. And it's like 10.30. And I mean, you finish that thing and you're like, oh, my gosh, we're going to go to extra innings. That thing had to really lasted any longer. Aaron, by the way, do they 
do they continue that nonsense with placing do they do they waive that in the postseason where extra innings they start a guy on second base? It seems like they do. Don't don't they call that off? I think I know in the regular season. Right. You start with the runner do, on second. I, I yeah. think you're correct. Okay. I, I will I think, double check I think they that. They waved that off. I was waiting to see what was going to happen there, but I think in the postseason they call that off. It's nonsense anyway. But whatever. I mean, part of me says, you know, whatever can hurry some of these things up because I don't while I enjoyed the drama of that game, a million pitching changes and like a four hour one one baseball game, I, I think the purist in us goes, Hey, great pitching. Great to see Scherzer out there, you know, fighting his rear off in that game. I mean, there's some things about it I like. I, you know, Wayno's still out there. Wayne, Wainwright and uh, and 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 Yadier Molina hunt all of us who grew up rooting for the Rangers because they were part of that team, of course, in 2011 uh, when that fateful was it 2011? Does that sound right? 2011 World Series, I think it was, and. Um, they're still around. I swear I was in college when Molina and Wainwright started pitching or ca- and catching. They've been a battery together since like 2003 or four. It's crazy. I mean, they've been doing this forever. And you don't normally see these people stay with one team forever. But the truth is Wainwright's been pitching for the Cardinals for going on 16, 17 years. Same thing with uh, Yadier who's been with them for about 16, 17 seasons with with the uh, Cardinals. He came up when he was like 21, and Wainwright came up with him when he was 23. And they just keep doing it. It's so crazy how long these Cardinals stay around. But they're just like a bad tick or just a bad virus. Well, that's given our last year or so. I better not use that one. But – they just won't go away. You cannot get rid of them, but the Dodgers did it. And uh, there's a couple things in baseball that really there's nothing else in sports better. One is throwing somebody out at home, you know, like especially like the end of a game, somebody's trying to win the game, and, and, and there's, a you know, that play, you know, the relay or the throw from right field, That that's a – that's a fun play. And then, of course, the walk-off home run is that, – that's, that's just pretty cool. And the, the guy didn't even start the game. He didn't even start the game. He played at Virginia. He had a walk-off to get them in the World Series all those years ago. That would have been 2013. Chris – what's our guy's name? Uh, Chris, uh, Aaron, Chris. Anyway, uh, so he, he – he, I mean, my gosh, what he did on the uh, – on that home run, he's up there and he and he's and he's taken. He took a bad swing on a slider, and he and he and he he, tag, he just I, he, it really is like okay, is he in this at bat? What's going on? I mean, and and he works it back, and I think he gets that thing to two one, and then the guy just kind of hangs one. I mean, I think it was another the the guy that was play thought it was a slider. I think the announcer called it a curveball. Honestly, but whatever, he just left it. He grooved it right in there, and man, that that was he just and he really had shortened his swing, and he just made pure contact, and and that thing got out of there in a hurry. I mean that that right there, Aaron, is fun fun stuff to watch. 
especially from a guy who didn't even start the game. That was his second at-bat in the game. And he's had some great moments. He's had some tremendous moments. He made a catch in Game 7 against the Brewers in, I want to say, 2017. And, uh, I mean, that, 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 was a, that was a big moment for Chris Taylor. I mean, that, that, I mean, that was something. And, uh, but last night, man, they, they'll be remembering that in Chavez Ravine for a long, long time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I mean, it was incredible. You know, I, I said this during John's show, but it, it gets you, it's a phrase that gets over, overused a little bit, instant classic, but it really was. It was such a great game. It had so much drama with, uh, you know, all the pitching changes and low scoring and, and, uh, would a hundred, would a 106, uh, 106 win team be eliminated, you know, in, in a one game playoff and, uh, then the walk-off home run, it was just yeah. just a great, great night for baseball. And don't ever be shy about reissuing something you said on John's <laughs> show, okay? We're going to soon have two hours to fill, um, which is a step up from the hour. Now, for years, I did three hours every day for like 10 years. So, I think I can – I do think I'll be able to manage, but uh, that's going to be fun. Um this guy was drafted, by the way, fifth round, Chris Taylor, uh, by the Mariners years ago. And um, their former uh, general manager, I don't know if he's there now. I, I forget. He's been with the Angels. He's been all around. Jerry Depoto has always said it's the worst trade he ever made. And he trades Taylor in about, eh, I guess, about 16 or 17 over to the Dodgers. And the guy immediately uh, that season – Hit a, hit a home run, like maybe in his first game, and he's just been doing big things ever since. What's always funny is, Aaron, you, know, you realize all those years, when whether it be Michael Young or even Pudge back in the day, like 20 home runs was a, was a great season. I mean, that's just like, all right, all right, he's, he's hitting the ball well. He had 20 home runs. These guys now for the Dodgers, you ever notice that? Like, this guy did not start – a one-game winner-take-all playoff game. I mean, he's a fourth outfielder. For I mean, and again, he gets plenty of playing time. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, he wasn't a surefire starter for them. And I and I was like, well, that's weird. And I looked it up, and I think he's hit 20 home runs this season. Can you imagine? I mean, that's just crazy. I I don't know. The National League is interesting because of their rules and because of the. Uh, over the years, what they've had to do with the uh, pitchers hitting and everything, they have more sort of these these super utility type players. And I think Taylor used to be able to play second base. He obviously played left field. He could play center field. National League really loves to load up on those kind of players. And uh, in some ways, sometimes I, I mean, I'm an American League guy because I grew up with the Rangers, but I also love the the Pirates. And I think there's a little more managing that goes on. I, I think National League managers do have to think their way around games a little bit more with double switches and all that kind of stuff. Um, Aaron, I don't know if you agree with that, but I just think there's something about the National League. There's some mystique associated with it. But you do have players like Taylor who you kind of can move around everywhere. But, my gosh, the guy can play outfield. He makes great plays out there. And, uh, Aaron, if you don't remember that game I was talking about with the Brew- against the Brewers, it was, it was uh, game seven of that thing. And uh, 
of that of that series, and it was the NLCS, I believe, and he made almost like a Willie Mays catch it, to save a run. It ended the inning, and he goes racing back with his back to the wall and makes some insane catch. Well, that's the same guy. That's the same guy who hit the big home run last night. But it's always somebody. What I hope is the Dodgers can hang around long enough to get the great Baylor player Max Muncy back. He hyperextended his elbow doing a play kind of like what happened, what the Cardinals did. Goldschmidt um, made a really nice play to reach over and, and, and make the play on a, on a play where the pitcher fielded a ball and, um, and was, it was able to, uh, to make that play. It was a big play in that game last night. So, anyway, lots going on in sports. We do have some Jalen Smith. And, uh, Aaron, uh, we, you know how it is late breaking with this show. Uh, Clarence E. Hill uh, will be, uh, junior, I should say, will be joining us. And, and he's got a lot. He's had a lot of the breaking news on Jalen Smith and kind of why it happened and, and, and then maybe what, what was the reasoning about why they went ahead. And part of it is they, they asked him to do something and he wouldn't do it as far as waiving a guarantee. And, uh, and that is a major reason he was cut. And uh, Clarence Hill, Aaron, had that news. Yeah, for anyone on Twitter who, who follows sports news, uh, Clarence Hill is one of the best follows on Twitter. He's always got, uh, always got, uh, he's always got insights and news stories, yeah. and he, he's really really funny. But uh, yeah, it's a good source, I, I good source of breaking news, and it's entertaining. I, I love yeah. his Twitter; it's one of my favorites. I I wouldn't go that far. Let's not <laughs> let's not give him the big head. He may be listening before he comes on. I don't think he's overly funny, but uh, no, he he gets out there and gets after it and gets in some Twitter fights out there. And uh, and he was calling out the other day. He was calling out one of his colleagues. Well, I knew immediately who it was. It was Todd Archer from ESPN. We have all these little spats, and for the most part, I don't think readers care about that. But occasionally, as sports writers and radio people. We, we get in these little spats and we take it public. I don't think it's a good I don't think that's ever a great idea, but I'm not saying I'm not above it at times uh, or wait yes I, I've been I could be accused of doing that at times. All right Aaron um, Aaron say thanks by the way to all those people. did you see that on social media when I put out the news uh, the excitement? I mean, I, you never know, Aaron. You, I thought maybe they would be like, oh, no, Mosley's back. But seemingly, with a few exceptions, people were really excited. Okay? And, Aaron, we don't ever – I'm I'm fine. I, I, I hate me, love me as long as you listen. That's really that's really the thing. Uh, but I hope you love – I mean, my gosh, Aaron, we'd love – we'd prefer the love. But you know, some people out there, you know, they get upset, and that's okay, too. That's okay. That's what sports radio is about. We want to make you think. We want to make you mad every once in a while. I mean, I don't purposely do it. I just think it, it's a very natural, organic thing when I cause anger. Does that sound right, Aaron? Like even it, even in the workplace when I cause anger, it's very organic. Yeah, it does. It, that that's that's very correct. It, it comes natural to you, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. You're learning. It, it, it comes natural. <laughs> I think that may be one of the more accurate things you've said lately. Okay, it is uh, 
Matt Mosley show, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. And uh, going to take you to three, uh, 4 o'clock today, game time, with Tom Barfield. Tom and I were talking today, Aaron. We got a big uh, – um, I think Tom maybe may need a break from me. Tom was telling me today, Aaron, maybe if I needed a break from that. he I think he's worried about having me on the air at 7 a.m. on Saturday. I think he's worried what – what what shape – I mean, it's not like I drink or anything, so it's not like I'm going to show up, you know, hungover. But I just think he knows I'm not a morning individual. I'm not a morning person. So I think he's a little worried about my performance um, on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. But, Aaron, I'm going to shock everyone. Lark, and I'm going to show up, and I'm going to just be – I'm going to be on fire, all right? I'm going to have a lot of energy – and there'll be a lot of excitement, all right? Hold, hold me to that, Aaron. Will do. Okay. Um, Clarence E. Hill, Jr., noted Fort Worth Star-Telegram Cowboys beat writer, joins us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies expected tonight. It won't be quite as cool as this morning. Lows drop to 64 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. It's going to be a hot one with a high of 95. And on Saturday, mostly sunny skies continued hot with a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. Welcome in to the program. John Machota from The Athletic. They played outstanding football yesterday, and they didn't even have Michael Gallup. You know, they didn't even have their starting right tackle in Lyle Collins, and the offense was just, uh, you know, one of the top offenses in the NFL. So when they have everybody, uh, they certainly have the capability, especially with Kellen Moore calling plays, to be, you know, the best offense in the NFL. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dollar General is a proud sponsor of the 2021 ESPN Events College Football Tailgate Tour. Looking for the really low prices on the items you use most? Then stop in at your nearby Dollar General where you can get in, get out, and get on your way. Dollar General is your official retailer for tailgating and home gating, whether you're on the way to the stadium or watching from home. With brands you know and love like Cheez-Its, Reese's Pieces, Kingsford Charcoal, Clorox Wipes, and more, Dollar General saves you time and money every day. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Cody Bellinger hit a two-run walk-off home run last night as the Dodgers beat the Cardinals 3-1. That sets up a meeting between the Dodgers and the Giants in the NL Division Series, the Braves and the Brewers in the other NL Series, and the AL Series with the Red Sox Rays and White Sox Astros both start tonight. Green Bay Packers have signed former Cowboy Jalen Smith to a one-year deal. He'll likely take the roster spot of Chansey Rivers, who tore his ACL at the end of practice yesterday. Number 12 Baylor Volleyball swept North Texas last night 3 to nothing. University Mary Harden Baylor volleyball team climbed to number eight in this week's poll. High school football tonight from Leo Buckley. Tip of Wildcats versus Ellison Eagles. Pre-game at 6.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. is the uh, Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas rolling through a Thursday afternoon of course the show will be moving to four to six back in uh, drive time radio Uh, that'll be great and uh, hopefully we'll have more of this following guest it is Clarence Hill Jr. and uh, joining us uh, Cowboys beat writer veteran beat writer and uh Clarence, the thing that you know better than anybody, there's never a dull minute on this beat. You can be there, sell, you know, maybe spending time with one of your daughters or having a nice evening or out with friends or even on a date. And, and news can hit at any moment. And sure enough, Jalen Smith released by the Cowboys. Now, uh, Clarence, we knew that, I mean, we can't be shocked that Jalen's gone. Uh, uh, but the timing of it, we could be a little stunned by when you, uh, when you started getting the, the phone started, the, the buzzer started going off and you heard about this, what was your initial reaction? Well, it, it was why now and, and why at this time, but you know, you knew this was a possibility, you know, from the day they drafted Micah to the plans to use Micah middle linebacker, understanding his contract situation, the player reduced role, uh, you know, we thought it could happen certainly at the start of the season, certainly final cut to training camp. Uh, and, 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 you know, unbeknownst to us, the Cowboys had, were trying to work a trade, but they also, you know, were trying to work through some situations on the team. You know, everything wasn't smooth, having used my good defensive end and losing COVID. But uh, it's not a surprise. It's the only surprise is the timing of it. Uh but you know, it, it was—it's a business decision, and and I, I know that a lot of people want to beat up Jalen for his play, but this 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 thing had a lot of moving parts. You know, they offered they they Jalen would still be here if he would have taken the uh, the guarantees off the injury guarantee off his next year in salary. You know, the Cowboys were going to keep him. They asked him to remove the injury guarantee from his salary for next year, which was nine point two million dollars. Is right, and which he shouldn't have done because they're going to cut him anyway in the offseason. So, you know, you know, so that was not a smart move on his part, but he could have stayed. Uh, certainly, uh, to have, you know, Michael's development, uh, the need to uh, want to play Jabril Cox, play some younger guys, but also how they're playing their safeties. They're going to use less safeties a lot down as linebackers in, in, in sub-packages and nickel defense. And they got – those safeties have, have shown to be pretty good. So there are a lot of moving parts here. 
And it's a situation where, in the end, it was a good business decision for both guys because Jalen gets to go to a new team. He also gets to play for a contender. The Cowboys, there are no offset language in the contract, so he gets all of his money from the Cowboys. Plus, he gets new money from whatever contract is with the Packers. So, so, and you're the one who reported this on Twitter, talking to Clarence Hill, Star Telegram. If he had of basically said, okay, I will not hold you to the whatever it was, $9.2 million. The guarantee, yes. The injury yeah. guarantee for 2022 for year, yes. season. Uh, he right. plays out the rest of the season. They keep using him. It's not like the guy, he might have been, like they could call him a progress stopper in the sense that, Maybe this will free them up to do even more or whatever. But it's not like the guy – everybody liked the guy. I mean, maybe fans didn't. No. But the guy had yeah, a, a really good reputation in the locker room. Yeah. And, it was, and, and again, it's a long season. And, and that's what people don't get, you know, even at the start of the season. It's a long season. you got COVID. You know, there's questions. You know, LV, Layton has not proven that he can stay healthy for a full season. You know, you do have a rookie linebacker, you know, and we don't know how that's going to take. Again, Keith O'Neill has had injuries in the past. And so, you know, anything could come up. And if you, if you, the money was already guaranteed, okay? So it wasn't like you're saving any money this year. Yeah, there's a chance he could have stayed for the rest of the season if, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, if he waives the injury guarantee because they could have used him, you know, and, and, and you don't know when they could have used him, but, but again, it's a situation that works out for both teams. They do like the makeup of their roster. They do like do like the other options they have at linebacker, and they want to see more of Jabril Cox, the rookie from LSU. Certainly, you you, you wrote Neil is back, and you got three veterans and Neil, or two veterans and Neil and 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 Layden. Plus, you got Michael Parsons, and and with with Demarcus Lawrence coming back, and some of those guys coming back on the defensive line, you won't need to use him at defensive end. You can keep him at middle linebacker. And again, I talked about those safeties and. And those safeties has played better than anybody expected. So uh, I like how Dan Quinn will use the players on his roster, and they feel they can live without Jalen Smith. So, again, it's a win-win for both sides, no matter what fans think about, you know, his swiping and, and, and you know, his poor play. The thing that, to me, that that's frustrating is gets lost, and I, I don't mean to, to, to ramble, but you're talking about a guy who overcame odds. You know, no one expected Jalen to – there are a lot of people who didn't expect Jalen to ever play again after a horrific knee injury yeah. in college. You know, he you know he had drop foot. He had nerve damage. You know, a lot of people took him off their draft boards and not think he would play. You know, the Cowboys had some inside information because Daniel Cooper, you know, did the surgery, but no one knew. And, and certainly you didn't think he would ever come back to the level he was in college, but he was considered a top-five pick. You know, and for him to make himself into a pro bowler, for him to – since coming back from the injury, never miss a game, never miss a practice. Now, people don't understand it. Never miss a game, never miss a practice over the last four years. That says something about the guy. Yeah, and, and another part of this story is Leighton Vander Esch came out and basically said, you know, you, you fans say all this. We're people, too. We have livelihoods. You don't know. And, boy, he got some backlash, and I knew immediately. In fact, I kind of tried to defend Leighton because – I, I, to me, it was he was just speaking on behalf of a teammate, and he didn't like some of the backlash and some of the ridicule that was coming toward Jalen Smith. And, you know, quite frankly, some of the fans were just kind of like good riddance, it, some of the stuff you were just talking about. Now, what Leighton probably did go too far, and some of those comments were misguided because, you know, the common fan and the common man 
that's earning a shot. You know, they don't they 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 can't really rel- you know they don't want to hear about these guys' problems because these guys are making millions of dollars. But uh, I, I I thought Layton's heart was probably in the right place. Do you agree? Yeah, his, his heart was definitely in the right place. And and, and and sadly, a lot of people used to pit Jalen against Layton, you know, and, and like it, they were competing for, for that one spot. And, 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 you know, there's a question about Layton's future here, and I know a lot of nasty fans on Twitter, you know, in response to talking about your next. You know, that's what I heard. No mm, one of my mm. uh, two of the responses. So, I mean, again, people will never what they have to deal with, but they're humans. They have emotions. Just because they make a lot of money, get on TV, don't mean you can say whatever you want and treat them any kind of way. And, and that's the sad thing about it is, you know, fans only care about players when they're great, you know, and when they can do something, when they're helping their team win. If they're not helping you win, you know, it's like good riddance, you know, and they don't care about anything uh, about the humanity, about their livelihood, what they're going through. So, but that's part of it. That's the world we live in. It is, and um, and Clarence, even sometimes people say mean things about us, sports writers and radio yeah, people. All the time. Yeah, all yeah, time. and you do have to kind of have thick skin. We, 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 we yeah. have a thick skin, Matt, because we, 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 we talk about people, and we can't get sensitive when people start talking about us. I don't think so. I don't think so. I can remember even writer, sports writers that had things posted about them, like in the locker room and uh, uh, all that kind of thing. We won't get into that. That is uh, Clarence Hill from the Star-Telegram joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I thought that was interesting. In a related note, a somewhat related note, uh, Steph Gilmore gets um, uh, uh, released, or they basically announced that they were going to release him uh, the the Patriots, and then lo and behold, the the Panthers get in there and uh, and do the deal for him. I think it was a six a six round pick that Matt Rule and the Panthers were able to do, and they get a guy who two years ago was the defensive player of the year. Um, I thought I saw early on you immediately thought, hey, Cowboys need to jump all in on that guy. Um, what? what Obviously, things are going pretty well for the Cowboys. What, what in your mind made you think, okay, this is a guy they ha- they really need to go after? Have you seen Anthony Brown play? I'm just checking. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 if you can play cornerback, I'm just I saw him have an interception. The the man had an interception the other day. Okay, you no, know, he dropped it. He dropped it. He didn't. That's the problem. He dropped it. He dropped the layup interception. That's that. Okay. The did you, did right. you see him against Tampa when when when, when uh, Antonio Brown ran by him? It's it's a issue. It's an issue going forward. If you're if this team was wants to win the Super Bowl, strike one iron hot. You got everything going well. You know, improve every aspect of your team. You know, Stephen always talks about uh, you know uh, improving the roster. It's three sixty five twenty four seven. And this was potentially a situation that they would have looked into. And 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 I would say that you know talking to the Cowboys, they were looking into it. I think they were waiting for him to get cut and maybe compete, you know, uh, for him when he was a free agent. I, the, the Panthers went in and they, they they traded for him and also accepted his salary as is, you know. And, and so, you know, that's also part of the situation. They accepted his salary as is uh, when they took the trade. And so uh, they struck first and, and good for them. Well, the Cowboys are not always the quickest on the trigger. And the funny thing is, almost everybody that ever gets released, what's the first story we all run to? 
are the Cowboys interested? Are the Cowboys going to take them? And, and really, the track record is they don't. I mean, it's not like they just boom. They're going to move in a hurry. It's not really how they operate. I'm trying to think of the last person, like opportunistic, somebody gets cut, and the Cowboys roll in there and cut a quick deal. I mean, my gosh, they brought back Roe McLean, but that was a different deal. That guy was out burning houses and doing all kinds. I mean, that, that was some weirdness involved with that deal. I don't, uh, I don't remember a deal where they got one done quick. Can you think about it? Like some no, where somebody gets they, cut and I mean, they, 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 it's not like they have a whenever. Mark who, who who's made all the difference in the world with that first guy. And that was a good. No, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. They yeah. they were falling apart that season, and and they made it. Not only did they get Amari, but they made the change at O line coach. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, uh, yeah. that was a, that's a that's yeah, a fair yeah. point. Yeah. And, so, uh, it, it, it was desperate times then. Right now, it's not desperate times, but I'm just telling you, you know, it was something that I would have looked at if I'm, you know, because the Cowboys are, are flying high, looking good. They look like they're as good as any team in the NFC. And, and if this is an opportunity, because, you know, Super Bowl's not trauma. You don't, I know Jerry wants to play young players, but you know, Super Bowl's don't wait for young players to develop either. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, it doesn't always happen, uh, except if you're, you know, Super Bowls happen all the time for years and years when you have the right quarterback for the Patriots, but that's another story. Okay, as we get ready to enter, I guess you like to call it Texas OU. Some people would prefer OU Texas that's weekend. Is. That's what it is. Um, Texas OU. You're in Texas. You're yeah. in Texas. Talk like Texas. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't have, you know, any love for the flagship university. I have love for you. Uh, you attended there. I've got great UT friends. But now what uh, – uh, this is a big one. It's 11 a.m. start. Of course, I'll be focused on Baylor, West Virginia. But when the uh, – the, the only thing I don't like is – I like the hatred between these two schools. And this whole leaving the conference, they were such in lockstep. The Sooners are such the little brother of the Longhorns in all this. That's a little embarrassing that the that the Sooners have to go around doing what the Longhorns tell them to do. But okay, that's another story. Do you think Casey Thompson? Yeah, but do you think? And I agree. I agree with that part of it. Do you uh, do you think Casey Thompson is is up to the task? And do you are you feeling pretty good about your Longhorns' chances in the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I, if, if you look at the situation, and, and, and this is what, 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 you know, Texas has not fared well against Oklahoma in recent years, but this is not that same Oklahoma team. You know, going into this game, you know, I know Oklahoma was rated in the top 10, just like AM was rated in the top 10, and AM wasn't that good, and Oklahoma's not that team this year. Uh, they played one team with a winning record. The combined record of Oklahoma's opponents are 9 17. All, th- all three teams that Texas played, and beaten have a winning record. Their combined record opponents are 16-8. Texas have played a tougher schedule. They've played tougher teams. Um, I, I do think that if you just take the names off the jersey, Casey Thompson has played just as well, if not better, than Spencer Rattler this year. I agree with that. Take the names off the jersey, look at the numbers. Yeah. Look at the raw numbers. You know, he's played as well, if not better, than Spencer this year. Yeah. And so, uh, and you add in Bijan, who is the best player in the conference, yeah, but he's yeah, about he's about to fall over. You got a head coach that gives him thirty seven touches, that? huh? Bijan, thirty seven touches. I mean, are, are, I mean do, do they want they, him for the rest I'm, of the season or not? 
I mean, you think you ever think Ricky Williams got that many? You think Cedric Vincent <laughs> got that many? Come on, this is stop. He's only staying three. You got one more year. He's gone. You get your money's worth and let him go to the pros. He's not staying four years. Don't be like Gary Patterson, who's getting criticized for not playing his best player in the fourth quarter because I didn't want to give him any more touches. The guy was killing Texas. They missed their best player. Yeah, Gary's thinking about that kid's future and thinking about his yeah, kid, you know, the NFL. And I, I appreciate, years, I appreciate Gary for that. All right, uh, I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm giving you a horns down right now, doing a little bit of a horns down for you, uh, Show in the class. studio. Show class. Show class. <laughs> okay, Baylor versus UT, the real rivalry, and that'll happen on October 30th. Uh, they're on the Brazos, the Battle of Halloween, the Brazos. Halloween. I don't think y'all are really on the Brazos. I think that was A&M. I'll talk to you soon. All my best, Clarence. Bye. There he goes. There he goes. Clarence Hill, Jr., joining the Matt Mosley Show and uh, providing some uh, interesting information, uh, I guess. I guess we'd call it that. Okay, uh, it is time to talk to Chip Brown, one of the leading uh, UT, I mean, he's, he, he does a really good job. One of the great insiders for UT. He joins us next. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's from 7 to 8 p.m. and hear from men's basketball coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. If you're self-employed, you have a special health insurance problem. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I'm trying to help the individual out there who makes too much to qualify for any help, any subsidy or benefits from the government towards their health insurance, but does not have the income to pay the incredibly high premiums we find if you're buying your insurance individually. You can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family-owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers in service area. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. 
The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Cody Bellinger hit a two-run walk-off home run last night as the Dodgers beat the Cardinals three to one. That sets up a meeting between the Dodgers and the Giants in the NL Division Series, the Braves and the Brewers in the other NL Series, and the AL Series with the Red Sox Rays and White Sox Astros both start tonight. Green Bay Packers have signed former Cowboy Jalen Smith to a one-year deal. He'll likely take the roster spot of Chancey Rivers, who tore his ACL at the end of practice yesterday. Number 12 Baylor volleyball swept North Texas last night three to nothing. University Mary Harden Baylor volleyball team climbed number eight in this week's poll. High school football tonight from Leo Buckley. Tip of Wildcats versus Ellison Eagles. Pre-game at 6.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, we appreciate our presenting sponsor. Uh, it is Central National Bank for everything they do. Brian Fonville, the in uh, a location in Austin, by the way. In fact, uh, when Chip Brown picks up those big checks, um, and it, it'd be great to go over to that location at Central National Bank over on Sixth Street. Very convenient for you, Chip. And would love to have you stop by. The Nesbitt family would appreciate that. Chip, it's uh, I always love calling you this week. I know it's probably your, one of your busiest weeks of the year, but I love it when you point it toward Dallas and you head that way. And there's always, I mean, people are always wanting to hang with you all weekend. So, Chip means a lot to me. You would find time for us. Mosley, for you, no problem, my man. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, I still probably, one of these days, you come into town, I may need to take you out for a steak, because uh, I think I still owe you for one of those Bob steak and chops with that caramelized <laughs> carrot. That's, uh, you know, that's the best place, though, that weekend, if you want to see, like, Switzer or somebody like that. If, if you go to Bob, now, it may have changed. It could be Nick and Sam's for all I know, because I haven't really been in there with you lately. I mean, one of those nights, I swear... I think Kirk Herbstreet might have joined our little entourage. I mean, that was quite a little oh, group yeah. that we had running around that night. Fitzsimmons might have been with us. Um, but now, and Jerry who is Jones, the, remember? Oh, we, at the Ritz-Carlton we, Bar. I don't know exactly what Jerry was up to over there at the, at the Ritz-Carlton, but it was fun to see him that night. Um, now, 
is do you have you gotten some good time with Switzer over the years? I would have to think with you having uh, covered the Cowboys and then covered this great rivalry for so long, you've probably spent a little time with with uh, Barry Switzer. Uh, have you uh, have you had some any fun moments with Barry over the years? I mean, I love Barry Switzer. He is he is he's got some of the best stories of all time. And he's he's the one who told me the one who usually wins this Red River game is the one with the best quarterback, the team with the best quarterback, unless you got a player like Billy Sims. And we'll see if if Texas has a player like Billy Sims and Bijan Robinson. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it that Bijan thing is interesting? Thirty-seven touches, thirty-five carries in that game. The interesting comments from Gary. Gary's always one. To, he might throw a snide remark after a game like that. Um, do you, I mean, does Sark does Sark bite it all on that this week, or or does Sark? Do you think? Does he, was his reaction like maybe we shouldn't give the guy that many touches? Obviously, it works <laughs> tremendously. What What is kind of Sark's reaction to that? Yeah, Sark said, we, you know, our coaching staff, we have a good handle on what, you know, what players, um, you know, what they can handle. And so he he brushed it off. Okay, okay, kind of brushed it off. Uh, we used to worry about certain players You just in the NFL. Oh, is this guy getting too many carries? Seemed like Emmett got uh, got enough carries over there. I mean, it seemed like he held up pretty well. Uh, we've seen other guys, Joe Morris famously, Parcells still feels guilty about wearing him down. Now, you talked about those quarterbacks. I mean, isn't it weird that you could almost make a case right now that Casey Thompson not picked to be the starter is playing better than Rattler, a guy a lot of people thought was going to win the Heisman. Am I going too far in saying that? Yeah, because I think OU's problems have been on their offensive line, and it's 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 kept them from being able to run the ball uh, as effectively as they'd like, and that in turn has limited the RPO and play-action passing game of Lincoln Riley. And so, you know, defense is – aren't respecting the play action so they can't do it and that's a huge part of Lincoln Riley's offense so I think some of that is not really Spencer Rattler's fault and I I mean he's completing 76 percent of his passes I understand you know OU fans are a little upset that maybe he's put the ball in some dangerous places and whatnot but you know, OU kind of changed the way they they went to much more of a zone running scheme last week against K State. Got away from their 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 base play, the the counter tray, and we'll see if that was just a a weekly adjustment or or a sea change to help this team this OU team run the ball better. Yeah, I, I think all of it's fascinating. And, um, and and speaking of running, you remember some of those matchups when you were uh, we were young Dallas Morning News writers? There was one of those I went to when those running backs literally, like you said, it wasn't Billy. It was, it was neither team was that great. Might have even been during John Blake. 
and they I, it might have been James Allen or somebody like that, and they yeah. turned both both backs loose, and it was literally like a yeah. it was instead of the, the 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 deep passes like you might see in a game, it was guys running for sixty and seventy yard chunk plays, and I'm trying to think who Texas it wouldn't have been had not, but it was somebody of that ilk. Um, and it was like James Allen for OU and whoever Texas had. My goodness. You remember what I'm talking about? They just ran up. Each back had like 240 yards in that game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if, if Ricky, I don't know, was now might have been. Could have been right before Ricky. Could have been, it could have been like with Ricky, yeah. before Ricky was a could've, freshman could've or whatever. Been. Could have been Priest Holmes or, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 but yeah, it was, it, that was just, actually when I was covering the Cowboys. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, both backs had 200 yards rushing. Yeah, and it, yeah. it there was no there was no defense played. But yeah, I mean this is a game <laughs> where you can make a name for yourself and and be remembered in history. Now, did you ever uh, before you covered your first game in this rivalry? Did you did you ever get to uh, Chip uh, experience it as a fan? Uh, like, uh, did you ever get to just sit out there, or was like your first time to to go to this game? Were you actually up in the press box? Yeah. So, I mean, I watched it as a kid. You know, when Earl had the tearaway jersey, I thought that was hearaious that Earl Campbell <laughs> would be allowed to wear a tearaway jersey. That's like putting a a you know piece of Kleenex on on a bulldozer and expecting it to hold, but um, the first time I I went to the game was when I covered it, and it's I would tell anyone who's listening, whether you like Texas or Oklahoma or you hate them, you should still go to this game because the way they divide the fan bases at the 50 yard line makes it this incredibly unique experience to where the sound is deafening until one team takes a clear and decisive advantage over the other uh, and the other fan base sort of taps out. But at least early in the game, that sound is, it's kind of mystifying to the players because it doesn't matter if they do something good or they do something bad, that sound is still there. And it's just so foreign to players because typically they're, either at home or they're on the road and they know what to expect from the sound. And this just messes with people. Everything gets magnified. I think it even has an impact on how long the streaks go in this series. Because if you get on the wrong side of that sound and that momentum, there's a real, uh uh-oh, here we go again factor that, that plays a part of this game. Aside from the fact that you've got 100,000 in the Cotton Bowl and 200,000 people milling around at the State Fair, it's just an unbelievable – I think it's the best game day atmosphere in sports. Yeah, I can't, uh, years ago, um, someone from Kaufman who shall remain nameless from my hometown may have gotten us in there, Chip, on, when I was a kid on some concessionaire-type buttons. And – um, may have ended up sitting next to Fred Aker's wife and Danny Aker's. One of the things is if you get in wearing like a, I don't know what we're supposed to be selling, like hot dogs or cotton candy. I forget exactly. My dad always remembers this, but you probably should just kind of mill around and not make a not. But of course the the, the guys from Kaufman 
we we put ourselves right at the fifty. With uh, and, and at the time, Danny Akers was like a a red shirt quarterback or something like that for the team. But uh, there was there were the Mosleys <laughs> getting in on their their concession buttons. Um, by the way, do you think those? Uh, isn't that interesting that the the Longhorns wanted Urban Meyer so badly? And honestly, may even would still take him to this day. But 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 that it has to be a weird feeling to kind of like with Saban. To, to, to desperately want somebody and then to see something like this play out. I mean, first of all, it, it is kind of mystifying that a guy of, that's this much of a public figure would put himself in this situation. But it also has to be a little weird for the Longhorns, who so desperately, Chip, wanted this guy not more than three, four, or five months ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, the consensus around – the halls of UT this week was bullet dodged. And, you know, they they don't need any more of that kind of that kind of drama, you know, from the football coach's office. They need they need a guy who's just dialed in and as relentless as as Nick Saban. I don't know if Steve Sarkeesian is that, but that's what Texas needs. Are there any places a coach could get in trouble in Austin? Well, don't answer that. I think we I'm, I think we may know the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's some kind Just of place. A few. Yeah, yeah. Always good though to get you back to where you cut your teeth in journalism and and where you had some of your your best moments at the Dallas Morning News. It's good to get you back in the Dallas Fort Worth area even just for one weekend. And um, do you have a favorite old haunt? Uh, and I'm not talking about a steakhouse. Like, is there a favorite old, is there a favorite bar in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or a restaurant where you're like, man, I got to get back to this place? I mean, I love Greenville Avenue. At Milo Butterfingers right near the SMU campus. Oh, I yeah. shot a game of pool with Tom Cruise there when he was filming Born on the Fourth of July. That always holds a, a near and dear place in my heart. Yeah, I think as a high school kid, I thought that movie was going to be like a patriotic type. You know, I took a date to it, and it didn't work out uh, for me, Chip. <laughs> that, that was a, a more serious movie than I had really prepared on it being. But, uh, all right. Well, Chip, th- hey, thank you, buddy. Uh, and uh, always love it when this thing happens. I, I don't know if you'll be mad at me or proud of me for this. I have tickets to Texas OU, but I'm opting to be at Baylor, West Virginia, because I am a true, I am a true fan, and I am, I do have duties on the pregame show, so I will be on the air at 7 a.m. Saturday instead of attending Texas OU. So, I, again, I think you, well, part of you admires that about me. Hey, you, you are. Uh... You are accountable to your responsibilities, Mosley. Every boss appreciates that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if every boss has appreciated me, but Chip, you and I have both, we've both made it despite all our issues with bosses. Thank you, sir. Have a great time, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, you too, Mosley. There he goes, Chip Brown, um, who uh, does a really nice job, Horns 24-7. And uh, any Horns fan or audience, he's the guy. He's the insider, breaks a ton of news. 
And so if you want to subscribe to one of those premium-type sites, uh, I think that's probably the one for you. Horns 24-7. Sometimes people say 247. That's Chip Brown joining us. Okay, been fun. Got another day for you uh, tomorrow. And uh, Tom Barfield coming up next on Game Time. We appreciate Aaron Sexton, all the good things he brought to today's show. We will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The Connolly Coaches Show with Terry Garrick is brought to you by First Central Credit Union. Just one win for the Conley Cadets through the non-district schedule, but now, Coach, your team has a chance to start over because now is when the games really count. Yes, sir. We're excited about this week. we got the Robinson Rockets and a new season for us. We start in district. Kids have had a great two days of practice, and we're just getting ready for the Robinson Rockets on Friday. Coming off the bye week, did you get a chance to heal up and maybe get back some key components in certain areas? Yes, we did. Um, so we got a few, got a couple kids back that we didn't have play for us, and then also uh, just getting better at some of our fundamentals and getting better in some of the stuff that we do on Friday nights and making sure our kids understand offensively and defensively uh, where we want to be going in the district. Yeah, I was about to say bye week maybe gives you a chance to.